everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Wage and Check. I am your host, Morgan Winchester. Um, and today is going to be a fun episode. I have another special guest with me who I'll introduce um, in a minute. But for now, I just kind of wanted to catch up with you guys. I know we didn't really talk a lot last week. Um, we had a really good conversation with Nashua about Palestine last week, so I didn't really um, get to talk to you guys um, a whole lot, so I just wanted to catch up really quick. Um, we didn't have a song of the week or a movie of the week last week, so I have one this week. Um, so let's just get right into it. If you are a um, returning listener, how have you been? I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode. Um, it's great to um, keep receiving y'all's love. (laughs) If you are a new listener, welcome to this crazy podcast where I just talk about life from my perspective, you know, getting into living on your own, adulthood, dating, um, life advice, again, from my perspective. Um, hopefully what I say can help someone listening, you know? Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Winnie the Morgan on Twitter and Instagram. Let me know you're listening. I would love to say hello. You can like my Facebook page for Wayshin Check. Um, you can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and you can also follow me on Spotify. And yeah, leave me a good review, uh, and so more people can find out about um, the podcast. I'd appreciate it. Um, good reviews only. <laughs> uh no pressure (laughs) um but yeah so we have the song of the week is um actually one that i've been obsessed with not just the song but the entire album uh is doja cat's uh you write with the weekend i'm literally obsessed with this song when it first came out and then she released her deluxe version of the album and then they had a extended edition of this song and i was just like how could this song get even better an extended edition and so yeah this song i've been like blasting this album this entire album i could name every single song on this album uh give or take a couple and but yeah it's all i've been listening to since it came out it's incredible but you right would definitely be my favorite i just really am into like the really chill r&b songs so i definitely like her i guess like not slower songs but like her her just like chill r&b tracks that she has on the album as much as i love um her her bangers um something about like her really chill tracks i was just like wow so this album you've got to listen to it if you haven't already it's planet her is the name of the album by doja cat but yeah you right been this been like this is also my top favorite on this album as well um you write and been like this are like my top two on this album they're just like they just get me you know but um yeah I love how like versatile what what did I just say I love how is that the correct word versatile 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 anyways I love how like how much talent Doja has like she's not just a rapper but she's also a great singer And so I just love that her songs are both, you know, she has her rap and then she has her singing and yeah. So I, I I love her. Um, movie of the week. I actually watched in the Heights. It's a musical. 
Um, the songs are written by Lynn Manuel, who wrote um, the songs for Hamilton. Uh, and the director, I don't remember his name, but he directed uh, Crazy Rich Asians, I believe. Um, but yeah, incredible movie. Um, a lot, a lot of songs. Um, I really liked it. Uh, I didn't like the, uh, like the main girl, Vanessa. She just like, I was like, girl. (laughs) But, um, uh, yeah, I feel like she was just like very dramatic. You can tell she was written by a man. Um, actually, I take that back. I'm pretty sure that one of the writers was a woman, but it was just, like, you could just tell that it was, like, her entire personality was a guy, and, um, but, I mean, like, she also had other, uh, like, virtues, you know, she was into fashion, and, um, she was just really confused on what she wanted in life, so, I mean, like, the characters were were pretty um, interesting. They all had their own individual personalities. They all, um, like at least the top four, uh, I don't remember their names. It was Us- Usnavi and then Vanessa and then uh, Nani and then I forget the fourth, the, the, the other guys who was dating Nani. I don't, I don't remember what his name was. Did they even say what his name was in the movie? Anyways. Um, the main four, I thought they all had, you know, their personalities and everything. I feel like they could have been developed a bit more. His name was Benny. That was his name. Um, Nina, not Nani. What? Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, I, I'm so bad at names. (laughs) Um, point is, I feel like the characters could have been developed a bit more, um obviously the main the main main character Usnavi he was 100% his character obviously was very well developed but I feel like the other three could have been developed a bit more um they were still incredible uh characters and um I didn't personally well actually I take that back I really related to Nina I thought her feeling like um not really knowing who she is and what she wants in life and feeling like um just having like her family or her dad like expect a lot from her her dad was played by uh uh Jimmy Smith uh aka um uh oh my god senator uh Organa Organa from Star Wars I was like oh my god <gasps> this guy (laughs) um Leia's dad anyways uh but yeah I really related to Nina who's played by Leslie Grace I love her she's a a Latino singer and she's incredible but anyways um I definitely related to her character more than the other three but I feel like they could have been developed a bit more and um it was good the songs were incredible for being a Latino, Hispanic um, representation musical, that wasn't a full sentence, but you know what I'm trying to get at. It was amazing. And I can only imagine what, you know, when Crazy Rich Asians came out, I was like, oh my God, 
I'm I'm not Chinese, but still I was like, wow, this is like this is this is my people, quote unquote. <laughs> and then I mean like with I guess you could say that with Raya, like when Raya came out because there were influences of Filipino culture in Raya. So even then too, I was like, oh my gosh, these are my people on the big screen. And so I can only imagine how like Latino and Hispanic people felt watching In the Heights because it was definitely incredible. I loved the music and the dancing and it definitely screamed um, representing the Latino and Hispanic and um, communities. So I can only imagine how they felt watching the movie. They were probably like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. I don't know, maybe. I hope so. But um, but yeah, it was really great. I really enjoyed it. I feel like it could have been better as far as character development went. I would give it a solid like 8 out of 10, maybe an 8.5. Um, but yeah, the, the twist at the end was really nice. Uh, I was like, oh my gosh, wow, yay, happy. And so... Um, <laughs> But yeah, I definitely cried as well. If you've already seen it, you know what I'm talking about. But I definitely cried in the theater. It wasn't fun. but And then it went back to happiness. You know what I mean? So it was a really good musical. I really recommend it. It's called In the Heights. Um, it is a musical. I, I think I already said that. So if you're in songs, I mean, come on. Um, highlights of the week. I've been doing a lot of fo- uh, what? Photoshop. What am I saying? Furniture shopping? <laughs> um... I recently bought a desk and I got some lamps and lights, um, kitchenware, uh, stuff for the kitchen. Um, what else have I got? I still need some more furniture, but I have been eyeing some and I just need to get it delivered because I am I have no room in a sedan. I drive a sedan. I can't really buy furniture like in person um, and I got to have, you know, strong men bring it up my stairs because I definitely cannot so uh yeah so I definitely need to get some stuff delivered um but for the most part I am pretty much moved in all the way uh there are a few things that I want to donate um I didn't get the chance to donate it before I moved but I still have it so I want to donate it now um so I need to do that as well but for the most part I am pretty much settled in. I just need to order some more furniture, um, and then I'll be pretty much chilling. And so, yeah, I'm obsessed with my place. I, I, I'm in love. I love it. It's so amazing. Um, I have some more posters coming in. I freaking ripped. Oh my god. So lows of the week, right? <laughs> um. In my head, you know, I have the little, like, sticky squares on the back of my posters. And so, I was like, how am I going to move these posters? Because I can't take the sticky squares off because then it's going to rip the poster. And I don't put my posters in frames because that puts holes in the walls. And that's just, I'm going to have to fix that, you know. So, because I'm in an apartment. So, I was like, I just put sticky squares on the back of them and I put them on the wall, right? So I'm like thinking, how am I going to move? Because if I try to take them off, they're going to rip. So I was like, I'm going to put saran wrap. (laughs) Why didn't I just use like parchment paper or something? But I put saran wrap on the sticky squares. 
and I roll them up, I put them in a box, and then I'm unpacking and I'm putting them up on my wall. I'm taking the saran wrap off, and the saran wrap is stuck to the squares, and I'm like, crap, I hate my life. <laughs> and so I very carefully attempt to take them off of the posters, and of course they rip, and... I cried. Well, I didn't. I almost did, though. But, I mean, posters are replaceable. At least some of them are. The ones that came out of, like, my K-pop albums, I've definitely been upset about because those aren't replaceable. I mean, I can probably find them on, like, eBay, but, like, still, I'm just, like, <sighs> life sucks. And so, <laughs> um, so I reordered my Attack on Titan poster um i ripped the newspaper article that i had of the moon landing which i could probably find online and order like a new one well actually i got that one at like the jfk museum here in dallas so i could probably go again and just like go to the gift shop and buy a new one if they still have it i think it was like ten dollars or something um but i could also probably find it online because it wasn't like an original it was like a copy and so, um, I ripped that, and I ripped my Attack on Titan poster. I almost ripped my Fullmetal Alchemist. Oh, sorry, my phone's going off. Um, I almost ripped my Fullmetal Alchemist in my NCT posters, but I managed to dodge that bullet, because that would have been really sad if I ripped my NCT one. But anyways, I'm, like, full-on fangirling right now, but yeah, so... I had to order some new, a new Attack on Titan poster. But other than that, they all pretty much survived more or less. Um, yeah. And then I also recently went to another picnic with my uh, Filipino organization. Um, met some great people, a part of other orgs as well. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so it's nice to be back uh seeing people and um yeah and then we have some plans coming up this month for protesting for the philippines which is really exciting because we haven't really had an action for specifically the philippines it's always been um for stop asian hate or um yeah like asian uh, the Asian community in general. So it's really exciting. We're going to have a action specifically for the Filipino community. And I'm really excited for that. That's coming up at the end of this month, I believe. Um, so check us out, uh, Malaya on Facebook, and you can find out when we're going to be out there protesting in Dallas. And so, yeah, I'm really excited about all that. But Anyways, I've been talking so much, and we still have a lot to talk about um, with our special guest. So, um, if you guys would give a very warm welcome to my wonderful, beloved uncle, Jamil. Um, he is going to be with us, so everybody give him a warm welcome. Hello, wonderful, wonderful guests. Nice. I'm very happy to have him here with us today. Um, so, we're going to be talking all things stress. <laughs> um basically um kind of like how i feel like and this isn't just uh this isn't just specific to certain age ranges i feel like even if you're like a younger kid or as an adult you tend to overthink things right this happens to you right i definitely agree 100 percent. yeah i feel like something that i catch myself doing all the time 
is that I overthink simple situations like something as small as like if I'm meeting up with a friend at like 7 p.m. I think okay I have to get ready at this time and then the drive is this time and like I just I overthink everything and I'm like what happens if like xyz happens and like I just overthink it for no reason at all and like sometimes I just stress myself out and um and I just feel like with simple like small times in my life where it's like why am I even overthinking this why am I stressing myself out about this like I catch myself doing that all the time right Exactly. I'm not alone, even right? Like, yeah, I know. Even the things I feel like I'm super prepared for, I right. still mess myself out about. Right. Um, I know this morning you had said that you were, and it was funny because I texted you and I was like, I want to talk about overthinking things. And you were like, I literally was just feeling this this morning. What happened this morning? Well, no, this morning I was taking your aunt, my wonderful wife. Uh-huh. To uh, take one of her nursing exams, right? And uh, I drove her there so she could, you know, just focus on uh, the test instead of having to driving there, and uh, just stress in general, and uh, some of the things that we all we all do. Like uh, for me, I think one thing she asked me to do was, "Hey, can you make sure you drive the speed limit so that we don't get stopped by any cops or anything doesn't get in the way?" and just sitting there, like, oh, of course, sure. So I'm driving, and it makes me, it made me wonder to myself, you know, in life sometimes we're in such a rush to do so many things and the things that stress us out. And, uh, you know, whether a lot of your if a lot of listeners out there have a, a founding belief system in God or whatever the case may be for them, but for me, as we all know, I believe in God and faith is a thing that is really interesting. And as I was driving and thinking, it hit me. Stressful situations. Sometimes in life, we want to do so many things. We have to get the right job. Or, you know, our life isn't going to pan out correctly. Or we have to get this one thing. I have to hurry up and take this particular test. And if I don't get there, everything's going to go down the drain. And it just made me think, you know, faith sometimes... Uh, you know, we think we have to have that one thing that has to go right, but that's not exactly what faith does. Faith is knowing that, you know, knowing that everything will be all right regardless, whether you don't get that exact job, but your whole life can still be all right, therefore eliminating stress. And then it's not exactly what we, it's not what I think is right, but it's what is going to be right for my life. So mm-hmm. it all pans out in the end and can help eliminate stress when you look at it from that way. At least that's what I was thinking as I was driving. Right. I think you worded that really well, though, because I definitely have to catch myself sometimes and step back and think, like, this is one small thing, you know? Um, and even if it is something that is more, uh, like, that if it is something that would affect my life more, you know, but um regardless of the situation I always have to catch myself and think like why am I freaking at myself out about this right now like I another thing I tend to do like I always like make up scenarios in my head even though they probably won't happen but it's like I think like oh I have to prepare myself for every scenario so I make up scenarios in my head and I'm like 
what are the odds of this actually happening though? Because I'm like, hang on, this is just this is just I'm 21 in Dallas. Like, what are the odds of these kinds of things happening? And I just always make up scenarios in my head. Like, what if I always do like what if you know? Like, what if this happens? What if this doesn't happen? And um, I'm a big believer in everything happens for a reason. I know not everybody thinks that, um, but I'm a very big, like, butterfly effect. Like, everything happens for a reason. And because it's supposed to cause all these other things, and you know what I mean? So I try to, like, step back and think about, okay, why is this happening in my life? Can I control it? If I can, make the best of the situation. Um, If I can't, then it's like, I think everything happens for a reason and there's only so much that I can control in my life. So I also have to remind myself like, okay, there's only so much I can control. So why am I like, I wouldn't say I'm a control freak, but I like to be prepared. You know what I mean? Like I at least want to be prepared. And so I always have to like step back because I also like make up these scenarios and I'm like, what are the odds of this actually happening? You know what I mean? And so just you saying what you said right now, you're going to be an awesome, awesome girlfriend or wife to whoever someday. And of course I'm speaking stereotypes, but we all do it. Men and women that control freak, uh, tendency that we all tend to have sometimes to Mm -hmm. make sure everything goes right. But, and that's the, that's the interesting thing because at work, I just taught, we were talking about suicide prevention and things of that nature. And we're talking about stressors and being connected to people. Um, And something came up about stress. And I noticed in the teaching that I was uh, going off of, um, it said, talk about stress and distress. And, you know, being the nerd that I am, I I pointed out, I'm like, well, it said stress and distress. But I think they probably meant the two different types of stress. Because, you know, like you said, being prepared for all things is awesome. Uh, what's that wonderful phrase? Proper preparation prevents poor performance. You know, uh, it's good to be ready for all kinds of scenarios, and I think that's great. And you have your you stress, and you have your distress. And as we all know, or some of us may know, you know, from school and everything, you stress is good stress, and distress is bad stress. But the point is, both of those stresses can take a toll on your body. Mm-hmm. You know. And doing things. And for instance, here, you know, me being in the military, one of the things that I have to do all the time is take a PT test. I've pretty much had an excellent on every single PT test since I've been in the military. But in my mind, my airmen, they laugh at me when I'm about to go take my test because I'm pacing back and forth like, all right, all right, can this test be over already? I'm ready to go now. I need to go now. So, and they're like, you know you're going to get a uh, an excellent. Why are you worrying? I'm like, because I want to beat my last score. I got to get my last score and be better than that one. And just in that right there, it's you stress because I'm pushing myself toward a positive, but I'm really messing myself up sometimes. I almost threw up one time. <laughs> no, I did actually. I I was I was getting ready to go into the building to do my push-ups and everything for the test, and I, my stomach feels funny. And right then and there, I threw up. And I was oh my like, god. Oh my gosh, this really just happened to me. <laughs> so yeah, it can have a toll on the body. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, I tend to freak myself out about things too. 
like um I can always feel like my heart beating and getting nervous about things that are so silly like um especially when it comes to like um with like corona um I knew I was like I have a very healthy body I don't have diabetes or asthma like I I'm a very healthy person but I would still like freak myself out and like oh my god but what if I give it to somebody else and like I think it also comes down to like compassion and empathy too because I freak myself out about um things like what happens if I do get it but then I give it to somebody else and I was like what happens if I get it but then it triggers like something in my body and like like I would just freak myself out about things that again like making up scenarios and I'm like what are the chances of this happening you know and then um even like when I got my vaccine and they're like you're just gonna sit here for 10 minutes to make sure you don't get a reaction and I'm freaking out in the car and I'm like oh my god what happens if I faint and like like all this stuff like what happens if I get like a rash on my arm and like I have like an allergic reaction and again it's like right like again I'm just like I'm I'm making up these scenarios in my head and freaking myself out about things and I'm like like, come on, come on, Morgan. Like, what's the chance of this actually happening? And even just so going to work on the day. Mind, yeah, go ahead. The, that's so interesting how you say that. The mind is a very powerful thing. And, you know, I, I mean, it's so awesome. I don't think we've really conquered a lot of things when it comes to our minds. But, yeah. Um, even with people talking about, you know, the, po- the power of positive thinking and all these things, uh, there's... You know, I mean, that can go off into a different tangent, but there is something to say about our minds and what we think can happen. We can manifest things. I mean, uh, you know, some people say even speaking things in faith, you know, that uh, it, it does create those things to happen. Um, but it's all about the power of our, our, our mind and a lot of things, not to get too crazy on that, but you have to get your mind right because... Like, even hypochondriacs, people look at them, oh, you're just overreacting. But guess what? These are real things that people that are manifesting because people are hypochondriacs, yeah. and the body reacts to that. So, that's interesting right. in itself that you said that. Yeah, I just think, I think it's a good thing that I don't look at WebMD, because for some of the things that I freak out, if I were to go on WebMD, I'd convince myself I have, like, cancer or something. Exactly. <laughs> but That's real. For real. And so... But yeah, I just, I catch myself freaking out about things and like making things such like big deals, even though it's like probably nothing, like even going to see a doctor and I'm like, what happens if they take a blood test and they find something? And, you know, again, I'm a very healthy person. So the odds of this happening is like very low. And so, but I just freak myself out about everything. Like even um, like when I have a meeting at work with like a client and they ask me to um you know be involved in the meeting and um you know and I'm giving my little spiel in the meeting and I'm like oh my god what happens if I accidentally say something terrible and the client's like oh no we don't want to work with you guys and I'm like what happened like like I freak myself out about that stuff too and I'm like I'm like I have to step back and I have to remind myself like I am prepared I know what I'm doing at this moment and it's like I know I can control this moment if I can. And I'm like, I need to step back and be like, these things that I'm thinking of probably won't happen. So I always have to calm myself down, you know, definitely taking deep breaths and like just looking around you and being like, 
this is real life. This isn't like a simulation or anything. Like I, I can control this moment. And sometimes you can't control what's going on. But when you can, it's like we're still like I feel like people just get so in their heads. So I always have to catch myself and like calm down and be like, bro, it's going to be fine. <laughs> so. Yeah, 100%. I mean, like you said, we can't always control the things that are going on around us, but we can always to our best try to control ourselves and our right. reactions to things. And like, I mean, even your, your cousin, uh, and I try to make sure as a parent that I'm not stressing them out too much. We've all had our generations of families where the parents are always trying to get the children to be better than they are, whether you know the children know it or not. That's why we push them so hard. But I'm looking at my younger son, my younger son, and for some reason he's taking on the idea that, oh, I have to make our family great. And when he first said that to me, he was like seven, six or seven years old. And I'm like, whoa, uh, what? Where did that come That's from? That's a really big responsibility at seven. Yeah, he's like, oh, I have to do this, and I have to make sure I'm, I'm running a company, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, that's great. <laughs> How did he know to do something like that? But then in my mind, I'm like, wait, he's need, he needs to be a kid to run this company. Did I say it out loud? And now, and now I'm thinking to myself, oh no, I put too much stress on him, and he thinks he has to be great. And if he does, the first sign of failure, he's going to just fall apart. Right. And as a parent, I don't want that for him, but I try to tell him, hey, enjoy your life have fun you're a kid be a kid for as long as you can (laughs) because when adult time hits it might not always be as fun as you want yeah so i just want to make sure he's able to it's one thing to be prepared for everything but it's interesting when we all run into those things for the first time it's like do we freeze in our tracks do we have that deer in the headlight thing and we're like oh i don't know what to do i'm frozen so yeah i'm gonna get us all kind of ways yeah I'm glad that you bring up, like, adulthood, too, because I feel like society also kind of adds to that stress and overthinking, especially when you're, like, in your 20s, where society is, like, when you're this age, you have to get married. When you're this age, you have to start having kids. When you're this age, you need to have a career. And I feel like that also, like, society and family, too, kind of sometimes can add to that overthinking. It's, like, if you're, like, 27 and you're still single or whatever – you tend to overthink like, oh my God, I need to meet that person. I need to get married. I need to settle down. Like, why don't I have a career? Like, I feel like that's also society too kind of adds to that stress and like that overthinking. And I think like um, at that point, I think people should also kind of step back and realize like, you just need to live your life and, you know, live at your own pace and what you're ready for. And, you know, it shouldn't matter what society is trying to push you to think or push you to be or whatever the case might be. And so I feel like that's something that also can contribute to like the stress though of like life and overthinking your own life. You know what I mean? Um, 100%. Yeah. Luckily my parents haven't like pushed me for any marriage or anything. Thank God. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) Like, at this point, I have to, like, remind myself, like, I'm 21. I should be having fun. I should be, you know, like, it's okay that I haven't figured it out yet. And I feel like I talk about that on this podcast, too. Like, it's okay if you haven't figured out your entire life at 20 years old. And I feel like that's something that, especially if you're in college, too, 
um they're like okay you're in college this is when you need to figure out your career and I feel like that can add a lot of overthinking and people are like what if I don't know what I want to do or what if you know it's that what if question all the time so I think that's another thing too that's like you're x amount of years old just live your life follow your own path up your own uh pacing and it's like when you find what you love like you'll know and I guess think it's always important to have like that backup plan you know but it's like don't get so in your head and think that you have to be something at a certain age either or you know whatever the case might be um and don't like stress yourself out because you know everybody has their own path that they're supposed to be following or whatever and like everything again kind of like what I was saying everything happens for a reason like you'll find that right job or that right person when it happens so it's like try like don't let that stuff really get to you and don't overthink that stuff because like it'll happen when it happens you know what I mean yeah society is interesting a lot of things uh like say people say you keep on keep on living you learn more things um but even society is changing when it comes to like just stressful things and the way we look at life um I mean I was listening to a song um you know we don't want to often admit when we're going through stressful situations or whenever we're having a, a feat that's too hard for us to take on because I have to have this, whether it's a male, I'll say from a male perspective, for me anyway, the macho bravado, no, I've got this. I can handle it, you know, and if I can't, I'm going to act like I can until I get through it. Fake it till you make it, some people would say. And I mean, whereas that can help, it can also hurt um, a person themselves when it comes to stress and not asking for help, which can be stressful. Yeah. Um, but no, I, uh, there's a song, going back to the song comment, that I heard where mental health-wise and all these things are, you know, therapy in different communities and all these things, you know, me uh, being a, from the African-American community, you know, stereotypes that, you know, most black people don't seek out therapy because they can't afford it or, you know, depending on what area of the black community, but it's all stereotypes out there. Mm-hmm. But the song says it's okay to not be okay, and um, <clears throat> and that's you know that's a lot of things that people don't normally say nowadays. It's like wait, now you're seeing this in more society where people are saying no, you know what? It's okay not to be okay. You don't have to fake, you know. Yeah. And therefore, you get the help you need, whether that's I mean, you know, uh, from God, um, a community of believers, or just a, a community of friends, someone who has your back someone who's you know there to just lend a helping hand and that's what something that's important that i think you just said a second ago you know having to have it all figured out but knowing that you have our wonderful family i could be biased but yes our wonderful family (laughs) we've all got each other's back and nobody's going to fail we're not going to let that happen so yeah uh but that's that's the other stressful thing everybody doesn't have that and it can lead to lots of stressors in life I'll say this real quick, and all you Asian Czech believers out there, or believers, <laughs> Asian Czech listeners out there, I talk a lot. I'm the crazy, fun uncle, as I like to say. But um, I was I watching an episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with your aunt, my wonderful wife, and I just said, you know what? It's so interesting in societies on TV, whether it's the Cosby show or, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or any place where someone is quote-unquote rich. In the communities I grew up in, teen pregnancy 
you know, is crazy. It's like, oh my gosh, oh, your life is over. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, but if you're rich, you know, if someone was a teen pregnancy, like, oh, but it would be fine. They would continue going to an Harvard and uh, whatever school. And someone would still raise the child because they have money. Yeah. But that gets us into the thought that, you know, that stressor for most people is if I have enough money, no matter what I is going to happen, it'll be okay. And then that gets into that whole money thing. But we know that can, uh, that's just a symptom, not a full remedy. But different areas, different places, different opportunities, you know, lead to different stressors. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, I think that if anyone really takes anything from this episode, I think the biggest thing is when you do catch yourself overthinking and getting in your head and freaking yourself out and making scenarios, the most important thing that you can do is just kind of like catch yourself doing that and just take a second to just breathe and, you know, tell yourself it's going to be okay you got this. I mean, we're human and it's okay if you make mistakes. It's okay if um, things go wrong. It's okay because it's normal. Everybody has um, a time in their life where things go wrong. Everybody has ups and downs and it's okay that that's that's happening because we're all human. And I think the most important thing to do is just um, do what you can to... um, be calm about the situation and realize that we're just human and at the end of the day um what is meant to be will happen if you believe in that type of stuff but like again I know not everybody believes that like everything happens for a reason but um I think like at least me personally like I have to be like if it's meant to be it's going to happen and for now I just need to do what I can to make the best of the situation and so I think it's important to just catch yourself overthinking calm down and be like it's gonna be fine it it, like things happen and we can't always control everything that happens so right and so yeah if you're gonna take anything from this just catch yourself calm down it's gonna be okay because there's only so much that you can control in these kinds of stressful situations and i feel like especially people that would um, consider themselves control freaks that's also kind of something that people can be stressed about about stressed out about is when they can't control something and it's like at that point you just got to be like make the most make the most of the situation and um what's meant to be will happen i think so i don't know i think if you take anything from that yes yeah, yeah. so interesting you know out of all the things we choose to do in most things uh, in most uh, any of our stressful situations, why does it seem that most of us tend to go the negative route? It's mm-hmm. like we just think, "Oh, fail, fail, fail." Why doesn't anybody just say, "You know what? I don't care what I do. This is about to be on and popping. This yeah. is about to be the most successful thing. This is about to be the best Asian check episode ever. You about to get like forty thousand callbacks, and they're gonna be like, "Hey, who's that crazy funny guy? Get that uncle." Jamil back on there. <laughs> you know, why don't we? Why don't we as people ever just go and like, no, this is gonna be a success. I'm gonna do this. It's gonna happen, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be great. I mean, we get con men and con women who do it. You know, they go in there. They have the most confidence ever because, I mean, they've been in a situation before, and you know, through bumps and bruises, they're like, oh, I'm gonna get through this. 
It's just so funny how we tend to do things sometimes. It doesn't have to be con men and con women. Like, think of anything that you've done before that may have failed drastically. And then you think about how crazy and freaked out you were about it, right? But now, after you've gone through it, and then you look back at it, and it's like, what the heck? That wasn't even that bad. Yeah. I could have totally did this, this, and that, and it would have been fine. So why don't we ever just look at situations like, you know what? This is, I'm going to make this work no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Confidence. Yeah, definitely confidence, determination um, is like, I, I don't want to be very like go with the flow type, like, oh, just it is what it is type attitude. Um, but at least it's like, at the end of the day, I think it's, it can be really hard to stay positive. And obviously, everyone's situation is different. Um, you know, certain situations can be very hard to stay positive. But if you can, I think it definitely does make a really big difference. Because it also comes down to your attitude, too. Because um, kind of like what you said, we get very like, oh, what if I fail? What if... Um, the worst thing on the planet happens in this time of my life. And it's like, we get, we always focus on the negatives and I think it's important. It's, it's important to stay positive, even though that might seem like the most difficult thing to do in certain situations. Um, staying positive is definitely one of the most important and easiest things. Well, maybe not easiest, but one of the most important things that you can do in life is, being positive and so yeah i don't know i feel like do you have anything else that you want to can we can branch off of or yeah uh, there was this cool quote from the movie that i watched it was on burn uh on akila and the bee it was awesome but uh i looked quote uh from marianne wilson excuse me, Marianne Williamson, uh, I'll go through a quick version of it. It says this, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? That's where he ended it on the, the television show. And um, if you look up Marianne Williamson out there for all you uh, wage and check listeners, uh, you'll, you'll see it. it actually goes on more. It says, uh, you are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. And like I said, regardless of your beliefs out there, um, even that next line uh, says, you playing the small role doesn't help anyone in the world be you stop letting your fear hold you back because it's holding you back from helping someone else if not even just yourself to get over a hurdle someone else is probably looking at you like dag she's got it together how does she do it she's only 21 she's got a podcast she's making everything work for herself huh you never know who's looking at you not even knowing that you're freaking out at the same time (laughs) making life happen yeah to us all. Nobody ever took those things when they make the, 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 the show about your life. You know, it's when 
those shows finally come out, it's like, oh, wait, I didn't know they had that obstacle they had to overcome. Those are things we kind of hide from time to time. But don't make yourself small. Be who you are when it comes to knowing your brilliance. Don't don't live in someone else's shadow when you don't have to. Right. Don't let fear get you. Unless you have anything else to say, I guess we could probably go ahead and end that with that good quote there. We can end at a at a good at a good quote from what was it? Aquila and the Bee. You said it was from. Aquila and the Bee was the uh, movie that it came from that I first heard it from, uh-huh. and I looked it up, and uh, that's when I read the whole thing. It's it's out there. Uh, just look it up. Uh, Marianne Williamson. Uh, it's pretty good. But besides that. I would like to thank you very much for even thinking of inviting this crazy guy to come on to this wonderful show. And uh, all you listeners out there, hopefully I didn't make this too boring for you. But uh, I have many other fun, crazy, crazy things going on in my own life that uh, I like to have fun with. That's that's what you got to do sometimes. I like to have fun. I like to enjoy life and my family and friends around me. And when you start taking things too seriously, that's when it gets you. But you just have to take it somewhat seriously. So thanks for bringing me on, Morgan. I love you and I'm super proud of you. Keep on doing your thing. And I already know you're going to be great. Aw. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) No, definitely. I think, definitely. Um, Don't be naive. Like, of course, take things with a grain of salt. Of course, you do want to take certain situations seriously. You know, don't be naive about it. But at the same time, it's not that serious. Um, we're just living on a rock in space. (laughs) Exactly. So I guess, yeah, we can go ahead and end it there. Thank you everybody so much for listening. And thank you to my wonderful uncle Jamil for being a guest. He was great. You did really great for your, was this your first podcast ever? Special guest appearance? This was actually. Oh my gosh. There's a first for everything. (laughs) I'm so honored that this was your first podcast. So, again, thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you guys all enjoy the rest of your night, your morning, your week, you know, whenever you're listening to this. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Later. Later. Goodbye. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Love you.